Hey guys, welcome to the Expand to the Cloud Brokers. Today in our podcast, we're going to talk to uh, David Upchurch. Uh, obviously, you know about him. He came from his own brokerage. Now is in the EXP, has almost about, what, 120, 120 agents, David? Yep, 121. Right. And, and, and also, uh, Richard Tamsini is here today and talking about EXP. <laughs> He's been with EXP for more than three years. Is that right, Richard? Um, I think I'm at 27 months or 28 months right now. 28 months. And um, he started off with three agents, and now he has, what, 700 and? Yeah, 760. 760 to date. So uh, we're going to talk about uh, really uh, what his what 27 months has transitioned into now where he came from from three agents to 760 agent and uh, welcome Richard welcome to this podcast and I'm happy that you're here today because we are talking to a lot of brokerages out there as well as team members really explaining your experience where you know you brought your team and I think you want to open up your own brokerage as well and why this has been a the best decision that you have made uh, so tell me more about yourself um, yeah, so I was uh, in real estate for 20 years when uh, EXP came to my awareness. I was 40 years old, and um, I had been selling real estate. Uh, that's all I've ever done. So um, I liked uh, a couple things on this model. I was contemplating opening up my own company, but I didn't want to have to do all the back end uh, uh, that you would have to do, reinvent the wheel again. And I didn't have the budget to do the technology in a way that EXP was already doing it when, when it came within my awareness. So I looked at it like for, for the cap that they require for me, I could tap into all of this stuff and save myself hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I decided to experiment with that. And I brought my team of three agents over here and I continued to sell real estate at you know a high level in the top 1% of our MLS back in 17, 18. And uh, what happened was, uh, did my camera go out, Remy? Okay, You're so what happened, what, what happened was uh, I actually started to bring over some other high quality agents, uh, some new agents that wanted the mentorship of having me able to help them. And I was finally compensated to do so with the EXP platform. And then I brought a lot of experienced agents over that had been very good at performing, but didn't have a very good retirement plan set up because nobody ever set one up for us as 1099s in this business. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, um, I added a couple agents per month uh, uh, over the course of uh, my tenure here. And uh, that developed into 50 agents that I brought over. Wow. And much to my surprise, even though I understood the logic of it, I watched that compound monthly. So 50 agents brought over 165 agents. And those 165 agents brought over 173 agents. And that just started to compound. So when I say I have 760 agents, they're not my agents. They're their own people. But they are all within my organization to where we work together and collaborate and grow and uh my opportunity is uh the same as everyone that joins us so it's been a, a pretty eye-opening experience wow wow so you so in the last 26 so if let's talk to brokers out there right and, and team members directly like i think that's important because um you know sitting back when when i first joined it was obviously a scary moment you know i had uh 10 agents uh, actually 15 10 doing any kind of business um when you're speaking to these brokers out there, what, what are the benefits that they're going to get? And actually having them view, um, which 
I'll go back. I, I didn't understand completely what EXP was actually trying to do at that time. And sitting back now where, you know, we have healthcare, we would go over all the, all the important things. But what do you want these brokers to look at this company and say, hey, how can we compound even more, right? Because I think the brokers are sitting back. Obviously, they want to grab most of the uh, uh, commission, 20%, 10%, or they are 100, 100% brokerages, or they're going to open up 100% brokerages. How do you... What do you want them to view right now and look at this company and saying how they are going to grow within this, within this company? I think they need to go back to thinking like a listing agent. Um, you need to leverage and you need to have more listings, right? So the question is, is would you take 30 listings at 3% or would you take 1,000 at half of a percent or 5,000 at half a percent? And it takes a certain amount of vision and it took a lot of courage uh, for you and uh, uh, David Upchurch to bring uh, high-performing brokerages over here and plug into the model at the cost of your bottom dollar. I didn't have to um, summon up that kind of courage because I had skipped the step of opening up my own brokerage and plugged right in here as a team. Um, so, so it was a harder decision for you guys than it was for me. But the way that I looked at it was if I created my own brokerage, I would have all the support squarely on me. I'd have all the education squarely on me. I'd have all of the lead generation squarely on me. I would only be able to grow my agents in my zip code, right? And that felt very limiting in this digital revolution that we're living in. And with eXp, I figured, you know what? We can compound if everybody has opportunity. So when I brought the 50 agents that I would have made 20 or 30% on, which I don't think I would have gotten all 50 of them because I would have offered much less than what eXp offers. But, uh, but if I would have gotten the 50, let's just say I was an excellent salesperson, which I'm not, I'm a good salesperson. Um, then what would have happened is that 50 would have maintained and I would have dealt with attrition and I would have constantly be able to maintain that. Whereas my 50 was able to compound to another 160, 70 agents and then compound again to 175, 60 agents. So the ability to scale outside of my zip code and to grow because everybody has the same opportunity was a magnifier to where that's what's really caused us to be the fourth biggest real estate company in the country. We grew organically. And if you can grow organically, it's more of a revolution than it is a business plan. So I'm just lucky to be in the midst of this early and we're all in this thing early. Right. So when I talk to brokerages, I say, listen, if you're going to worry about what your bottom line is in 2020, you might be fine where you're at. But if you want to worry about what your bottom line is going to be in 2025, you have to take an honest look at this. Yeah. We'll beat and, you, and we'll beat a, you every and time. A, and as a business owner uh, of a brokerage, you cannot just focus on 2020 or 2021. You have to look long term. You know, and, and you know, one of the things that, that I looked at was very similar to what you just said, Rich, was, you know, I may go out and get 25, 30, 40, 50 agents that would work for David of Church Real Estate and charge them an 80-20 split. So I'm now taking 20% from 50 different agents. Well, first of all, I'm not keeping the entire 20%, right? I got to pay rent. I got to pay utilities. I got to pay marketing expenses. I've got to pay, I mean, I got to fix the copier when it breaks. I've got to supply technology. I've got to provide value. I've got to provide value to the agents for the 20% that they're giving me. Because if I'm not providing value to them, what are they going to do? They're going to leave me, right? Just like with my wife. If I don't provide value to my wife, she don't leave me, right? Right? Let's just, let's just be real, right? So we have to provide value as, as a broker owner. So I'm not keeping that 20%. So what I would rather do 
is take those 50 people, have that compound into 165, have that compound into 173, have that compound into another 100, have that compound. Next thing I know, I'm sitting with 700, what do you say, 760 agents. And guess what? They're not paying me 20% every single time they sell a house. So they're happy. They're getting more value than they can get anywhere else. I'm not make, I'm not spending the money that I would be spending if I had those 50. And guess what? At the end of the day, I'm making more money. Right. So everybody is happy. But you have to be able to think long term. If you want to if you're scared of 2020, you're going to be scared when it's 2021. Then you're going to be scared when it's 2031. Then the next thing you know, you're 70 years old and, you know, I mean, I'm 48. Three months ago, I was 28, right? I don't know what happened, right? So the next thing I know, I'm going to be 68. Right. And what am I going to be doing? Going out and trying to get agents to work for David F. Church Real Estate and charge them 20% and try not to give them a ton of value? Right. They're going to leave us if we don't provide value. I, we now, because we partnered with an amazing real estate company, nobody leaves because of value. Right. It, just, it just doesn't happen. And, and let's talk about the compound effect, right? I mean, where I, we hear that a lot. I mean, I have experienced this. So I'll give you my experience where it was, you know, 10 agents that switched over now going close to 70 agents. You know, when I was struggling, I obviously, you know, I was doing real estate that I got on a different treadmill, which was recruiting, you know, as a broker. Now you got to go out there, recruit and attract and, and keep uh, as well. Um, I think the heavy lifting has lifted for me, right? It's not just me. It's, you know, uh, George today uh, talking to another agent. Hey, how's EXP? I'm not doing that. Can we talk about that a little bit? Because I think that's really important for brokers as they want to obviously, you know, grow. Everybody wants to get 100, 200 agents. But I mean, Rich, you have 760 agents and, and David, let me, let me, let me, let me give you an example. Rich, yeah. you don't have, you don't have 760 agents, by the way. You have 762. You know why? We just, I just brought on two agents today. So right. now you have 762. So you got two more agents that when they produce, you're going to get a little tiny piece of that pie. Yeah, I would even Rich add on top of that. Rich didn't even know that. I, do, I don't even know their names. Well, here's the cool thing yeah. about this is you're right. And the other thing is, is I have 762 partners, right? Everybody, we're here to partner up with each other and grow a big, 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 uh, 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 you know, change in the compensation pattern. And it's not just from the brokerage owner, but it's also to the individual agent out there yes. that is as good as their last deal. And, 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 and church is right. I mean, right now by, by, by relationships, I have a hundred listings in the UK in my organization. I haven't been to the UK since I was 14 years old. Wow. So it's, it's the ability to scale is the biggest thing. What you're saying, uh, Romy, you went from, from 10 to 70, right? So you're seven times the size that you were at when you came over. How long have you been here? This is 14th, 15th month. So if you do that every, let's just say every 18 months, let's take some pressure off you. How big do you look in 10 years? You're going to have an organization bigger than any other organization in the state of New York. Yeah. So, so the question is, is like what, what, what Upchurch said. You know, I mean, if you're working out of what you have, like this is what you had, you had 10 agents and you clasped it because you were worried about losing them. I remember the conversation, Yeah. but you can't pick anything up with a closed hand. 
right? right. So we got to take a, 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 a little bit of faith and say, listen, if we give better value, like Upchurch said, to these 10 agents, what can they do? Because you can't scale a hero. You can't get 200 agents on your, on your own. No one's ever done it. I don't think. Not by themselves. Yeah. So if we're not going to compound, we're not going to grow. And if we're not going to grow, we're not going to survive. So I don't think it's much of a choice. It's not like, do I start my own brokerage or do I go to EXP? The question is, is when I, when I, when I broker my business with EXP, what does my business plan look like? Because it has to be much greater than I was thinking before I saw this. Yes, completely agree. Completely agree. Well, you know, I, I started David F. Church Real Estate in 2016 with a vision of 20, maybe 30 agents tops. Um, and when I partnered with EXP, I had seven, maybe eight, right? So I wasn't even close to where I wanted to be. And now that I've been over, it's about, about 18, maybe 19 months now, I've brought over 16 agents to EXP and I'm at 120 agents. There's no way. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just there's no possible way that I could have done that being an independent broker. And, and, and even if I could have brought in 16 people, 17, 20, 25, I now have the value that I have to provide them, right? And, 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 and now I'm just leveraging the EXP's value. It, we're still, we're providing more value. We are providing way more value. It just doesn't have to come from my pocketbook. EXP is providing all this value and they're getting it because of the partnership with EXP, not necessarily a partnership with, with me. Well, we take the example today, David, you were uh, in our meeting today in the world, in our private room, which is awesome. And you're providing that value from where you're at. We never had a meeting where it was just me, right? Me pushing. And, and now David shows up and obviously, you know, he adds his uh, couple of words in there. But people feel like, oh, okay, great. You know, it's Rummy. Now we have David. Then we have this person. Then we have that person. So, and also, let's touch on, um, I think one agent asked me a really good question. He said that, okay, so uh, as we provide in this value, right? Uh, Richard, I, I call you sometime. David, obviously, I call you a lot, right? In the beginning, I was calling everyone. That mindset and also the masterminding that happens in the back end, right? Because I also feel like I'm not doing it alone anymore, right? Because I could reach up and say, hey guys, okay, I'm, I'm going through this. As a broker, it was just me, right? I might have a coach, I might do this. I was sitting there by myself trying to figure this out. And I don't know, David, if you remember, I, I, I got a coach, a coach for how to recruit, right? Which yeah. didn't work out that well, but I was trying to get coaches to how to recruit, where uh, what are the systems out there spending all this money, but now it's, I don't, like, of course, I don't have that expense. Number two, I, I feel like I have partners that are helping me, that are helping me grow. And obviously, you know, the agents that we have brought in, but I also feel like, you know, you guys are there for me. Talk about that and how, how that is important. And I think, Richard, you probably have more of experience than I know David does too, because, so where is that advantage that a broker could look at in, in, in EXP? Well, I think leadership is, uh, uh, goes up, down, and laterally, right? So you lead up and you lead down and you lead side by side. And, you know, like I'll give you a good example of that. I mean, I learned a lot from Upchurch, right? Upchurch has come over here. I've gotten to know him um, uh, uh, a little closer to the way that you know him than a lot of uh, the people that came over before me. And, you know, like, you know, I don't want to edify him 
because he's got a big enough head. But, you know, I definitely <laughs> I learned a lot. I mean, he provides good leadership. You know, the, 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 the thing that helps me is that I'm becoming a better leader by hanging out with a higher caliber uh, 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 people. And, 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 and you're, you're a good example of that too, Rummy. I mean, you, your, your tenacity, your sincerity in the model, you know, in, uh, eternal change happens internally, not externally. You can try to hire recruiters and learn the tools that it takes, but it happens internally. And as you start to see the values of this company affect your family and, and increase your time and take your anxiety away, um, you start speaking from the heart and stop speaking from uh, the script. Yeah. And, and, and Upchurch uh, 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 was doing a lot of that before he came over and he's doing a lot of that now. And, and I've been going through a metamorphosis on my own changing in that. Um, I think that the people that I'm around now, like I'll give you an example just to talk about our line. I brought over Keely who's changed my life dramatically. Keely Taze brought over David Upchurch, David Upchurch brought you Rummy. I mean, those are pretty, that's a pretty nice group of people. If you stuck uh, uh, the four of us on an island, we would be functioning really well fast. If this was the amazing race, we'd be contenders to win. And I would have never known any of you guys if it wasn't for the platform. And I think that a lot of people are paying $30,000 to go to masterminds. And oftentimes it's a narcissist and a bunch of people that are trying to, to, to scratch that itch all together. And sometimes it's a mastermind where it's a plethora of information and abundance and people are learning and it's awesome. You have the two different groups out there like you do in everything. And with this group, when you strip away the $30,000 check that goes attached to it, you really have one human being trying to help share tools to another human being. And I don't know what worth people put, that, put on that. Is that worth a cap? Is it worth this? Is it worth that? For me, uh, my personal development at this company that I've experienced through guys like you and women in this company that I've come over uh, uh, is amazing. And uh, it, uh, it, it, in some states, in some signs, it's, it's a, uh, uh, more rewarding than the revenue share. I mean, I was able to make a lot of revenue share this year and it's saved me a lot of time, but more importantly, I'm a much different person than I was, you know, two and a half years ago. I think differently. Right. Yeah. And David, what about you? I mean, I know that. Listen, so, so it's not, it's not just, I mean, we have 25,000 people right now at EXP and, and I, and Remy, I think you, you know this and, and Rich, you probably do too. So the last probably three months, I've really been trying to develop a, a luxury uh, division for David Upchurch Real Estate Powered by EXP. And I reached out to people um, that I don't know. I don't, I don't know these people, right? And I went into um, to EXP World and said, hey, this is what I'm wanting to do. You would not believe, I was shocked at how many people reached out to me and I've had conversations on the phone, through email, um, in the world, uh, and they're providing value to me on what they have done and what they're doing with their luxury division and vice versa. I'm giving them ideas on the things that I want to do. And these are people that I have never met in my entire life. Right. One guy was out in San Diego. Now his luxury and my luxury are two different things. Right. I mean, he's, he's talking about 10, $15 million houses. I don't even know what that looks like. But, right. you know, the value that he was willing to provide me, um, he doesn't know me. So, so there's this sense of a family and this sense of, of let me help this guy. And it just makes you want to pass that on. And, I, and I'm sure the reason he was willing to help me was because somebody helped him at some point. 
And now I, when I see somebody that needs some help with something that I don't know, and they're in Iowa, I'm more likely now to say, Hey, I, I can help you with that. Right. You shoot them a text. Hey, let me help. So it, you know, just being an independent owner of a brokerage, I just was, I wasn't connected and, and I, and I, and I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. And, and now I have 25,000 plus people that I can reach out to at any moment. And, and I know that, that, you know, 95% of them will help me. I'm sure there's a few out there that won't, but the majority of majority of, of us will, because we do have this weird sense of family, um, that I've never seen at any other brokerage that I've been at. And I've been in the business 20, almost 22 years. Good. So thank you for that. And, and so why is, let's not talk about, um, so one of the things that I went to, I went to Texas and then, uh, you know, I seen, I seen a big broker just signed out there and, you know, my sister was funny. She said, Oh, I don't see EXP around. I said, we're not going to have a brick and mortar. <laughs> so we, we have a lot of ages. We're not going to have a brick and mortar. And that's what, that's why we are able to provide more value. So again, speaking to a broker, right? When you're sitting, when you're sitting back and, and, and you're trying to talk to them about EXP, um, where is the value? I mean, I know Richard, you kind of spoke about that in, in, in the very beginning. Where is that value? And, and David, you could kind of charm into as well that they're going to get. So that way they could be, uh, um, you know, uh, less stressed out for me. It was, I had to do the paperwork. I had to hire an admin. I had to cut checks. I had to making sure that the agents are, you know, signing in the right place. And it was stressful for me. A lot of stress. What do you guys see when you were, and obviously we brought in, you know, a couple of brokerages in, uh, what, what is your opinion about that? And what, what kind of value would, would they get from EXP? I mean, church, you want to go first? Um, again, it's just, it's, you know, I've told people all the time, they're like, oh, I can't believe you went to EXP. And I said, first of all, I didn't go to EXP. Let me just get that straight. I partnered my brokerage with another brokerage that made my brokerage better. It, it's made my brokerage better. I now have access to things that there is no way David Upchurch Real Estate would ever be able to provide the agents that chose David Upchurch Real Estate. The collaboration, the technology, the stock, the revenue share, the healthcare. There's just, I mean, there, I could go on and on. There's just, I, it's made my brokerage better. So, I mean, it's not one or the other. A lot of times people feel like they're giving up on this dream of owning their own brokerage. Right. Right. And, and if they, they got to get out of that mindset of if you're an independent broker owner, I still market David Upchurch Real Estate powered by EXP, you know, uh, brokered by EXP, EXP, whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. It's I now have made my brokerage better. I didn't give up my brokerage. And, and I think that's, that's pretty powerful for most people. And then people like Rich, they're like, he skipped the whole step, which was even <laughs> smarter than all of us, right? I mean, you know, which was awesome. Um, you know, some of us just had to go out and open our own brokerage. You know, when I left KW, I didn't leave because I was unhappy. I left because the next step was to open your own brokerage. That's just what you're supposed to do. When you have a big team, that's the next thing to do. And then you don't realize till typically a couple of years in, eh, maybe, maybe, this, maybe, maybe this isn't as easy as yeah, I thought. That's how I felt. 
this is as is, is expensive as I thought, you know, I, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of weight on it. And when you partner with a company like eXp, um, a lot of that stuff is done for you as a broker owner. Yeah. Church so that, is right. That would, that, that would be my last words. Yeah. You know, just to wrap it up too with that, I agree. You know, I think the difference between you two guys and me is that you're just more comfortable swinging the bat. I, I'm only the kind of guy that swings the bat when the ball's in the strike zone. And I've been sitting on the sidelines or in the bullpen here, uh, knocking out deals and getting gray hair and also making a good time of it. I like my clients. Um, and when I saw this one come over the pitch, I was like, listen, I don't have to have the liability of these agents. I don't have to personally train all of them. I can provide a healthcare savings account to reduce their bills. I can provide an iBuyer program through eXp. We have lead generation in CRM. That's not going to be six or 800 bucks a month. We have the ability for them to take their office with them because they're on the fly anyway. We have the ability for them to have a future game plan to get stock, to be able to icon, right? We have all these different things available. I got to swing at this pitch because at that point, shame on me. So I took a swing at it and, you know, it connected because it was logical and it was smart. And, 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 and the fact of the matter is, is that occasionally you're going to have to make a smart decision. Okay. No one's going to make a smart decision for you. And, uh, you know, if you don't make the smart decision and you continue to stay with what you know, which is what most of us are programmed and comfortable to do, that's fine. It's a good life for you. Right. But um, if you're willing to make a smart decision and you're willing to fail, because that's always a viable option, uh, I think that the upside is, is it can be huge. And in this case, for me, it's been monumental. It's been cathartic. It's been financially freeing. It's put my wife and I in a financial place that I might have never achieved it surrounded me with people that are the most uh, ambitious and, and, and have these raw, raw talents that seep out of them. So it's been a good experience for me. I don't know if that'll work for everybody, but uh, uh, if I look back 27 months ago at my old company, I was just the number two guy that sold the most amount of real estate out there. And, and, and that I already had done that. Right. That's, I'm going to wrap this up real quickly. I do want to do address this. Are you leaving a legacy? I think we got to talk about that, right? I mean, I talked about that. I want to have a legacy to the leftover. I built the company. Are you leaving a legacy right now? Well, I think the question is, is we're all leaving a legacy. Are you controlling the legacy that you leave? Uh, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. Because right? we're all providing an example. We're a good example, a bad example, an uninteresting example. So when, when I think about leadership, right, I always think about it in the terms of what does the legacy look like for my sons, right? That's how I look at it. And the legacy for my sons is that at some point when I have a funeral, there'll be a lot of people that say that I had a more of a, a positive impact on their lives than no impact at all or a negative. So, yeah, I believe that that's developing. And I think that's a long road. And I'm probably a green belt. I'm not a black belt in that. But I think that I can get to black belt in that when, when you can actually see lives change. I can't change your life from me. But with this platform and my earnest sincerity in trying to teach you what I know and learn together with you, I think it increases uh, the speed and likeliness of it. Nice, nice. You know, and, and, the, and the last thing too is that what I'm leaving is, you know, I have, I have, you know, I've been a husband for 20 years. I've been a father for 18 years. And, and I take the job of, of provider very serious in my family. And, I, and I've, I've, I've always said that. I've always had that weight of providing for my family on me, especially being commission only for the last 
20 years, right? My whole marriage, I've been commission only. And, and that weight is there. And trust me, I felt it in 2009 and 2010 and 2011. I felt that weight, right? And, and, and if I get hit by a truck tomorrow, right? Um, and I didn't partner with EXP, eventually, very soon after, David Upchurch Real Estate was going to die with me. Right. right. And that and that means my family's the ability for me to provide after I'm gone is going to go away as well. With partnering with EXP, I could get hit by a truck tomorrow and that income that I'm going to be able to provide financially for my family for as long as EXP is around. It's not me anymore. Gotcha. That was extremely important to me because now I know that you know, if something happens to me financially, my wife and my family are still going to get a paycheck every month wow. from the efforts that I put in while I was kicking it around <laughs> above ground. Right. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Hey, guys, you're going to get a link below to reach out to Rich, David, myself, as well as the contact information as well. You know, we are here to have any kind of conversation uh, with you, broker, agent. Um, and obviously subscribe to, to, to this uh, podcast. Thank you, guys. Go ahead, David. Ronnie, one, one last thing. If you want to get a hold of David Upchurch, it's 833-EXP-REAL. <laughs> Press 3. <laughs> EXP-REAL. There you go. Yep. All right, that's I'll, his new cell number. All right, guys. All right. Thank you for Take care. That's, that's, your cell, that's your cell, right, Rich? I'm Press 1. He's Press 3. Be advised that the topics and contents discussed in this podcast are opinions intended as general information based on personal accounts and experiences by the hosts Rumi Danoa, David Upchurch and their guests. We recommend that listeners seek professional advice or research before making a business decision. This podcast is produced separately and independently from eXp Realty and is not sponsored or funded by eXp Realty.